0: Hi, guys, I'm Kala, and I want to welcome you to my first episode of your new favorite podcast, Mental Illness and Sharks. I am so excited to start this amazing journey with you guys. Thank you all for tuning in to listen. I want to quickly reiterate what I said in my trailer episode. This podcast focuses primarily on mental illness. I will cover one topic a week, and I am always looking for suggestions we will have some incredibly inspiring guests on the show in the future. Mental illness is such a taboo subject, which is funny because it's so dang common. My life is no stranger to mental health issues, and I can guarantee you so is yours. Even if you don't realize it, odds are you know someone with a mental illness, and there's no specific look. A smile, doesn't always mean someone is happy. I made this podcast to educate those without an illness and with. This is a safe space for questions, and there are no dumb questions. Lastly, at the end of each episode, I will share a fun fact or a story about sharks. Similar to mental illness, they have quite the stigma surrounding them. Sharks are incredibly misunderstood. And it's important to remember, they don't infest the water. They live in it. All right, guys, let us jump in. Uh, Enjoy. Hi, so today's topic is borderline personality disorder. So what is borderline personality disorder? In short, borderline is unstable moods, behavior, and relationships. But that is super vague, so we're going to unpack that. It took me forever to really wrap my head around what it was. Personality disorders are rarely talked about, and borderline is thought of as crazy, and I hate that word in reference to mental illness, so let's not say it anymore. So for a while, I just thought of borderline as essentially being the same or similar as bipolar, and I didn't really understand the difference, and believe me, There are a lot of similarities, but borderline is a whole different animal. So a big sign of borderline is having abandonment issues. You lack trust. Now, it's important to remember that this is all chemical. You don't have to have a childhood trauma to develop it. That being said, a number of borderline people have experienced trauma as a child. Oftentimes, that can trigger the disorder that technically is already chemically in your brain but it definitely speeds up the process of developing it and they may develop it at a younger age. So let's talk about some other signs that you may want to play pay close attention to. This disorder can be debilitating. It can have devastating effects specifically on relationships and we all need validation right? But when you're borderline, you need constant validation from your partners, or else you're not going to be able to focus on anything. They may experience intrusive thoughts about their significant other leaving them, with nothing to back it up. And it doesn't matter, really, if the relationship's going well or not. It can feel impossible to truly trust your partner. Or anyone, for that matter. Sometimes borderline can affect your self-identity, And by that, I mean, they may be constantly shifting their life goals and values. Oftentimes, they kind of see themselves as a bad person, or sometimes they don't really feel as though they exist at all. This can all be accompanied by paranoia. And I I have a lot to say about paranoia. People like to throw around the phrase, I'm so paranoid all the time. Real paranoia is terrifying. Your fear of others and everything you know is through the roof and whether or not you think people are out to get you or that you're being observed by the FBI, it feels 100% real. We're going to get into paranoia in another episode so I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. Um. Anyway, another symptom is risky behavior and this could mean a lot of things. Unsafe sex, drug use, gambling, etc. These risky behaviors are repeated to the point of being extremely dangerous with massive effects on their, say, financial stability and mental health, or sorry, sexual health. If the person is using drugs, then obviously there's always a risk of overdose, and it's more than just teenage rebellion. It's consistent and very dangerous and should be taken very seriously. They can also suffer from the feeling of overwhelming emptiness. They feel hollow, like they're dissociating from their body. Just watching their body go through the motions of life and not actually living it. It's draining. The last thing I want to talk about is the depression and suicidal thoughts they often experience. Depression is a monster and suicidal thoughts are no joke. These usually happen when they've been recently rejected from something or by someone. It's important to take people seriously when they come up to you and tell you they've been experiencing suicidal thoughts. It's not for attention, it's not overreacting, and it's not something you should take lightly. People don't wanna commit suicide because they want to die. They do it because they want to live. Anyway, just take people seriously please. (laughs) I want to be clear also that borderline is not a death sentence. Your illness will always be with you, dormant or not, but that doesn't mean your life has to revolve around it. You are more than your disorder, and you deserve the same respect we give everyone else. All right, guys, that is a wrap on the mental illness segment of the show. I hope it was very informative, and I hope that you may have a different view on those suffering from personality disorders. Okay. So now we're on to the shark segment of the show, and I'm just going to dive right in. This story is a true story about my dad and my uncle. They moved around a lot when they were kids, and for a while they lived in Florida. When they first arrived, they were so excited to surf, and they saved up all of their money to buy a singular surfboard. And immediately they just book it down to the beach, and what they see (laughs) disappoints them so much. No waves. Like I'm talking completely still water. My uncle turns to my dad and he says, all right, you have to promise me that when there are waves, you have to come surf with me no matter what, no matter the time. And my dad was like, yeah, done deal. So one night around 3 a.m. in the middle of a hurricane, my uncle wakes up my dad and says, there are waves. Get up. Let's go. And of course, my dad is like, no, what? No. But he made a promise to his brother, and he could not break it. Before I continue, I want to say that sharks are more likely to attack from dusk to dawn. So, they were really far out in the water in the middle of, again, this hurricane. And they were taking turns surfing in and out. All of a sudden, my uncle starts to get kind of quiet. um, And he's looking pretty nervous, turning pretty pale. And he turns to my dad, and he says... Um, so I heard that uh, during hurricanes, sharks can wash up into the bay. And being a typical brother, my dad starts teasing him about being scared. Not a minute later, a massive wave starts to tower over them. And yeah, in the middle of the wave was a tiger shark. And tiger sharks are the second most dangerous shark in the ocean. They will eat anything from tires to license plates. And my dad screams and yells his brother's name, turns around. His brother is gone. Completely disappeared. And my dad is over here thinking, oh my God, the shark got him. And he starts swimming like he has never swam before. And he's just like waiting for his toes to get chomped off. Finally, he reaches that shore unharmed. And he looks up. And there's his brother. And his brother had taken in the only surfboard they had and straight up just left my dad to the shark. (laughs) His brother looks down and says, sorry. Okay, that is my shark story for the day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at califuqua at gmail.com. I'm going to spell that out. C-A-L-L-A, F as in Frank, U-Q-U-A at gmail.com. All right, guys. Goodbye. Remember to be kind, be validating, and be compassionate. You have no idea what someone may be going through.